this battle that's going on in the, in the, in the, in the fallen nature that we, because of our shame, because of our sinfulness, we just want to run away and hide from God. But the very opposite is what God wants. If we sin, he says, we confess our sins, repent, turn to me, and he will welcome us. He is the one, the only one who can bring restoration to our brokenness. He's the God who heals us. He's a God who understands pain. Firsthand, the Lord himself understands pain. He understands weakness. He understands the, the, the torrential over, uh, overwhelmingness, Isaiah 53. And he walked into that, into our world and gave himself so that we could have access to him and have eternal life. There is a wonderful Psalm 139, verse 14. I will give thanks to thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are thy works. The greatest healing yet is for man or woman to understand their Need is for Christ. To understand their first and foremost greatest need of God never does anything for us ever, ever again. It would be enough that you've come as my Savior. But God wants to do more than that. He wants to be your provider. He wants to be the one who sustains your life. Not only just to get by, God wants to overflow in your life. God wants you to be a channel in which he can flow through. God wants to demonstrate even in your weakness that he is made strong. When I don't have the answer, many times I don't have the answer. I don't know why this happened. I don't know why things happen to people that are God-fearing people. I don't know why things happen, so to speak, all I know, we live in a fallen world. We live in a sin-havoc world. And Satan knows his time is short, and he wants to destroy everybody and anything and everyone in his path. But we're not going to let that stop us. We are a child of God. We are a child of the King. We live under his benefits. We live under his blessings. We live under his protection. We live under his favor. We live in, under his absolute sovereignty. He, he himself is in control, yet, in spite of what's going on in the world, he will have the last word. His word shall not return void without accomplishing that which he desires. And so secondly, besides God heals in a natural way, God heals in a supernatural way. God is a supernatural God. God is a God who is able to do far beyond what we could ever imagine. Remember this, the early church. Remember how they gathered in one place 
and received the power of the Holy Spirit, spoke in another language, went out declaring the things of God, went out with boldness, laying hands on the sick and seeing extraordinary things happen, bodies being restored. The lame man that was at the temple and, uh, was, was lame since birth. And Peter goes, I don't have money. But what I have, I give to you in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. Boy, that, that sent a wave. That sent a stirring across the community. That, that started a revival in the, in, the, in the community. What happened to him? That's the, is that the same man that used to lay at the temple day after day begging for his bread? Well, uh, yes. Did you hear? Jesus touched him. Would we be people who would take God at his word? Who would, as this Proverbs 3, 5, and through 8, in part says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. It's, we're not going to understand how God even works. We're not going to even try to, we can to a degree understand things about God, but we'll never understand <coughs> fully the extent of who God is. I think we're going to have all eternity. We're going to have all eternity to understand to the fullness extent of God. Our eternity will not be boring. Eternity with God will not, will be, one day we'll, 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 we'll look back and wonder why we, why we put so much emphasis on this when we were on earth, if we remember it. I think we will to a degree, but there's so much more. You see, if we acknowledge him, in that same passage in Proverbs 3, it says if we will acknowledge him, if we will trust him, it says it will be healing to your body. Listen, if we acknowledge him, if we will trust him, if we will live uh, according to his ways, if we'll walk with him, if we'll talk with him, if we'll include him in our lives, there is a covering, there is a benefit that comes with walking with Jesus. We are able to overcome what the enemy tries to put on us because of the blood of the lamb that has been shed for us. It's healing to your body and also refreshment to your bones. How many could use a little refreshment to your bones? Yeah. He could use a little touch from the Lord. We could use a boost. In fact, I said to Cal, and, and just, we're, I said, we're all getting older. We're all getting older. And young people, you don't, you just doesn't, probably, you, you don't think about getting old when you're young, right? Not too much. But we need the Lord more and more and more because we know that we have our bodies are not going to live forever and that we have weaknesses. But listen, all through church history, the Lord has showed himself not only to the believer but to the non-believers. There have been people that have been healed because of someone else's faith. 
But I believe the reason God does that especially is because he wants that person who is an unbeliever to become a believer. And Jesus, first and foremost, is concerned about our belief system. He's concerned, who do you say that I am? Who do you understand that I am? Peter, who do you say that I am? What are others saying? Well, Peter had a moment under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Thou art the Christ. What does that mean? That's the anointed one. Thou art the Christ, the solid rock. You on this, Jesus basically, from this statement that you said, I will build my church. I will build my church on the rock. The statement, I will build my church on the word. Who is the word? Jesus. John 1.1. 1, 1. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. The word was God. So here's, here's what we, when we can do. When we read the Bible, when we read especially verses that have to do with healing, when we read like Isaiah 53 and we read, by his stripes, I am healed. We can say to our need in our body, by your stripes, this knee or leg or organ or stomach, whatever it may be, is healed. And what are we saying? What? Are we just saying word? No, we're, we're speaking the living word. We're speaking the word of God. The word of God brings healing. Oftentimes, Jesus spoke the word. Love babies in church. That's great. Love babies in church. Often, Jesus, he would ask the person, do you believe? Or he would ask them, what do you want me to do for you? He was testing their faith. One man who had charge of other people, he was a centurion man. He said, Lord, don't even bother. I'm not worthy for you to come into my house. But just say the word. Right? I do believe. That's what Anna wanted me to say. We have fun at home. I do believe. No, I believe. Do you believe? Yes, you believe. And what happened? The man was healed. And what did Jesus say? He said something to his disciples. Fellas, I've never seen faith like that. I have never seen faith like that. You see, it's not what we can do. It's not even how sometimes we sometimes we gotta feel like we gotta work up to get ourselves to a place where we get God's attention. Maybe an opportunity. Sometimes, we, yes, we need to stir up the gift of God in us and get the, get the Holy Spirit, you know, get, get in the right vein of thought, push away distractions. You know, when Elijah prayed and then when they had the showdown, remember that instance where 
The other guys were cutting themselves, trying to get their attention with their God. And Elijah just says a few words to God. And boom, fire came down. And see, what, what it comes back to, because you have a relationship with Jesus, because you're walking with the Savior, there is a, there's almost like you, 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 you have access you have almost it's an inheritance because of his kingship, because of his lordship. You are living in favor. You don't get caught up in, you know, I'm not good enough. We're never going to be good enough. Jesus became our righteousness. So God's word, tremendous advantage Build your faith. If you're praying for healing, pray. Uh, read, read in the gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. There's several instances where Jesus walked and he, he prayed for people. He delivered people. He healed people. And then you get into the first part of Acts and you read the account where the apostles went out and they prayed for the sick. Extraordinary miracles. Even people were raised from the dead. And Things are happening like that yet in our world. You say, well, well, that's never happened here, but, well, I'm not saying it couldn't happen. God is able. We have a church fellowship, friends that are in Malacca. I forget how many people, Carrie isn't in here, she might remember, several people with cancer, several people with cancer healed. This is our neighbor, Malacca, similar. Our brother, Clarence St. John, he's moved on, retired from the district superintendent, but he had been praying for many years. He felt God say to him one time in his prayer that there, God, uh, God said to him, I want to move in healings. I want to touch people. Expect it. So, are we expecting it? Are we embracing it? You see, I don't have to worry about the results. My part is to pray. God's part is to do what he wants. He's fully capable. So, it moves me to the natural healing, to supernatural healing, to James 5. I've said all that to bring us up to the last portion of the book of James, which we have been uh, studying for the last several weeks. He gets to the end of this book. And after he'd said so many things about so many practical things, stuff about our trials, stuff about our tongues, stuff that that talks about our faith, that we will walk by faith and do, doers of your word. He gets all the way through that. And talks about Job in verse 11, chapter 5. The endurance of Job, you know that story, how he suffered so much, but he got so much more in the end. He gets all the way down to verse 13, and he says, he asks these questions. Is anyone among you suffering? We don't have to look very far to see suffering, do we? 
There's always someone that's in need, suffering in some way. Oftentimes it's physical ways, but sometimes it's emotional ways. Sometimes it's stress in other ways. He says, let him pray. Let him pray. Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? You try singing when you're not cheerful. Well, he says, is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praises. In fact, I think it's good for our old nature <laughs> when we don't feel like singing to sing anyway. How many know what you're talking about? And there'd be days when you don't feel cheerful. There will be days because the, the pain, because of the weight, you don't feel you have it. What needs to happen is the body of Christ needs to kick in. Your brother and sister needs to come. You know what? We're going to pray with you. And this is exactly what he says. If anyone you sick, let him call for the elders of the church. What is elder? An elder is a person who is matured in their faith. It's not necessarily being old. It's a person who is mature enough in their faith to understand the things of God to a degree so that they have the faith to pray. And so what he's saying, you call for the elders, you call for the people who know how to pray. I don't know about you, but if I'm sick and I'm hurting, I want someone that has faith. I want someone that, that can get a hold of God. You know what you need to do when you're sick sometimes? is just to let someone else pray for you. And rest. And relax. And realize you're not alone. We're never meant to be alone. We're never, we're never meant to be alone, going through pain, going through stress. The body of Christ is meant to let one another know when you have a need, to let one another know when you're hurting. You know, one of our sisters, and she's not here today, so I just I met I met her in a in a in a in a marketplace. She attends a church. And how are you? She said, I'm sad. Something like that. Really and so we were able to disconnect, to just listen. A lot of things going on in her life. A lot of things going on in her family. And so often we can come to church and we want to be up, but we're not up. And it's okay not to be always up. It's okay. You're in a you're in the best place. You're in a good place with God's people when you're feeling down. You know what? That's where you need to go. That's where you find encouragement. That's where you find support. So if anyone is sick, call for the elders and then pr let them pray over him. Anointing him with oil. What is that all about? Anointing with oil. Oil, early in the Old Testament, 
when they would anoint the priest, they poured buckets. We're not going to pour buckets today on it. We dab of it. We dab. What it, what it comes down to, oil is symbolic of the Holy Spirit. So what we're saying, we are praying in Jesus' name, the Holy Spirit is the one working. The Holy Spirit shows up and becomes an encouragement and a healer and becomes a source of you know, I thought today, this morning, earlier, I was here, or maybe it was last night, I don't remember. But when we are filled with God, we get to a place where we should overflow. Overflowers spill out and onto other people. Don't you love to be around people that are filled with God? What does it do for you? It spurs you on. But don't you love it when people that love God are real? And say, you know what? I missed it. I struggle. I'm in a battle. I feel weighted down. I feel overcome. We need to come together. And so the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick. And the Lord will raise him up. And he, if he has committed sins, they will be forgiven. Wow. There's a healing all in one. There's a healing for the body. There's a healing for the spiritual man. There's a healing for the mental, the mind. There's healing. And then our friend, Mike Shields. I don't know if any of you remember Mike Shields. He was, uh, well, long story short, he's a missionary evangelist right now. I said, there are healings, and then there are miracles. Think about that. God is healing us. Sometimes it's a process. Sometimes it's miraculous where it's a quickening, it's an instant. But many times it's a process. We're letting God in his way. All in all, God wants to heal. God's heart is to heal us from anything and everything so that we might be made whole to serve him. Now, the question is, what if he doesn't? That doesn't stop us from praying. That's not saying you don't have enough faith. I don't get into that. I say, well, you just you, you keep getting into God's word and you keep, keep seeking, you keep pressing it. God, for some reason, you never know. And he's taking us through a process. His ways are always best. Anna, why don't you come to the piano? We're going to... Start to think this way now. We want to give God opportunity today in this service to touch us. And if you have something in your own life, it doesn't have to be even a physical thing. You're just 
feel you need prayer for breakthrough, but specifically I want to be praying for, for, the, for healings, for the bodies. Or you have a person, a loved one, they're not here. Why don't you be the one that stands in for them and says, you know what? I would love prayer for my loved one. And we're going to start this song. Anna's going to lead us in this song. It's a new song to me.